Black Gemara, we are up to the Kuf Hey Amid Aleph, the middle of the page. In fact, the first line is Masha Asa, it's a good 25 lines or so inside the page. Levi Nothik Lekriyasa. Levi was once traveling around and Bo Minei, they asked him the following question. Gidemes, someone who's an amputee, in other words, her hand, she's missing her hand. There is an argument whether when it comes to the hand, you have to do it. We learned by the foot, it has to be the right foot. Does she also have to use the right hand, or if you didn't, is a problem or not? But let's say Gidemis, and she cannot use either hand, or she, or if you hold, you have to have the right hand, can you use the right hand? Mao, what's it in then? Okay, let's say, let's, can she do it with her teeth, for example? Shetachlitz, can she get spat, but damn, blood came out of her mouth. Mao, is that good? Is that also good enough? Because the puzzle has to spit. And then the third question is totally unrelated. The Malach told Daniel, what I will reveal to you is the secret of Shemaim, that which is written in the truthful documents. As if to say, there are documents that are not truthful. He didn't know. The Rishami says here that he was going, he, they offered him a position of a rabbi, and that's why he was there, and they were asking this question. It's like a proba, and he failed. But Taisi Yishanim here brings a very interesting thing. I'll just quote you what he says here. He says, what do you mean he didn't know? Levi is one of the greatest Talmudim there, Rebbe. What do you mean he didn't know? She says as follows. He says, I'll just quote what he says here. He says what happened was that he came to the base of message and he resolved his own questions. He answered himself. So why wasn't he able to answer to the townsfolk? He says, you know what? Behind the partial know answer. If he felt so arrogant, he's filled with hubris. They gave him so much covet. They placed him on a golden throne. And therefore they gave him so much covet that he suddenly started to believe in himself. That's why he was the answers eluded him. That if you somebody is conceited, they forget the whole learning. Interesting. A little bit more upset when we had that, but it's interesting what happened here. Anyway, the Gemara continues. Also, from Midrasha, but our version of is they said to him, not like the Tzitzis Shani, who said that he himself ended up resolving it. So the answer, first of all, regarding the hand, miksi v'cholza b'yad, where does he have to use the hand? Use your teeth, use your teeth, number one. Number two, spit umiksi v'yorka roike for spit, spittle, anything that comes out of your mouth, including blood. And we'll see later, because blood also has some uh, spit in it. And even though normally we say it's bottle b'roi, but because the spit is always there, it's constantly being produced, and it's, you know it will always be there in the future, therefore it's never really bottle. And the third one, I'll tell you what I'll reveal to you what's written in the truthful book. Is there um, which is not emes? It's not a question. Coming out from Shemaim, but two documents, one that can be reversed and one that can't. That has it with it a shvua, can never be reversed. That way, she made a vow, this is what's going to be. But if it's a gzardin without a shvua, you can always overturn it, and therefore that's not called emes. The truth, the, the meaning of truth is that it's always, it's it's eternal. If it's a relative emes, it's not a real emes. It's called sometimes fast emes, but not emes, or not, especially not emes lamite. 
What's the story? Rabbi Shmuel, but I'm in Rabbi Shmuel. I'm in Rabbi Yishmi. Hands my Rosh Hashanah. The Menayin Lagzadi Sheishim Shmuel. How do you know that Lagzadi that has with it coupled with a vow? Sheinim Miskarei cannot rip it up. Shem it says, Cheinish Baitil Beis Eli. I swore to the house of Eli. Im is Chaper of a Beis Eli. Can they ever be atoned for with Zevach Chamincher Ad Eliv Kabbalas? That was the only thing. We're not Kufhei in the first right before the first wide line, and we're saying when Levi was asked a question. Or the Malach said to Daniel, I revealed to you the, the, the document of truth. Is there a document that's not a document of truth? And he said, yeah, if it has no shua, it could be overturned. And by Eli, Hashem said, because the way his children, Chofni Pinchas, behaved, and he watched it, and he, and he didn't uh, reverse it, is um, that, uh, what do you call it? That uh, he made a shua that he will never be able to reverse it uh, just with carbonus. There might be other ways you can reverse it, but not with carbonus. Therefore, that made it a, tr- a truthful document, because it can never be overturned. Oh, but Rabbi said, cannot be overturned. will be atoned for. If you learn trade, don't own it. Abaya said, you can't. But it will be atoned. or or and both together. If you need two things, trade with some together, or others learn either or, either trade or gemilchasadim. So Yimora says, Rabba Babayim in the base Eilikos. Rabba Babayim both came from the house of Eilikos. They're both Kohanim. As Tesla says, he's supposed to be Arichas. Others say Rabba, but it doesn't mean Rabba himself was a Kohan. Rabba could have been from, on his mother's side, a descendant of Eli. Rabba, the Osik Betoidim, Rabba learned mainly Toidim, Hayabba, Hayabba, he lived 40 years. Even though Tesla proved that Rabba said he's not, even though he doesn't want to see, he doesn't want to see Hevel and Mashiach because it's terrible. And the said, what are you worried about? You have Torah and you had Gemilch Hasadim. It's clearly that he had Gemilch Hasadim, but he didn't. So Tesha says an interesting thing. He had Gemilch Hasadim. Enough, uh, enough, Abayis argued that you won't have to be part of the Hevel and Mashiach, but you don't have enough to overturn the curse in the house of Eli. Um, Abayi does it, but Gemilch Hasadim have a Chayish. Abayi did both. He lived 60 years. And Rabba uh, also outlived uh, Abaya. And uh, so therefore, they don't say it's Rabba. We know Rabba from Abaya because Abaya's wife, the one that we learned in the Psalm of Dalai, that he married, you know, he, he didn't, he, he thought that the, um, this woman who was married to two people and they both died. And he believed that Allah is three people. Because someone told him the name of Yechon that Allah is three people. So he believed it and he married her and then he eventually died as well. She was a Katlanis. And um, so Rabba outlived him. So if he was in the curse of of, uh, of Ailey, he definitely, um, you know, he definitely was able to um, override it. So what learned? They all died by the age of 18. So obviously they didn't have Tayyid Ogmul Chasadim. They went and told Rabbi Chazakai, he said, maybe you people are descendants from the family of Ailey. I wanted to say regarding that family, it says there, one of the curses was, that the Chomar bis Besecha Yamusu Anoshin all die as just adults. Lo El Chugo, Vitisku Betoida, go out there and learn Toida, Vitikyu, and you will live. Al Chuva Oscar Betoida, they went and learned Toida, Vachari, they live. Nodos of Yechen also agrees with Rabba that Toida alone is sufficient to overturn that curse. As to show their gratitude, express their gratitude, they called all their kids by the name of Yechenon. How do you know the decree against the community is never really sealed? And your nechtem, what do you mean not sealed? Look, see, says the pasuk, even if you, you know such a stain that even if you wash your benesser with different kinds of chemicals, the tarla boydis nichtem avoynech, 
your sin still is nevertheless sustained. So we see clearly from here that you can't overturn even a communal, even a communal decree. So the Gemara says, no, it is sealed, but when it comes to a tzibur, we can't overturn it. It says, who is like the Abishter? We could always turn to him and call to him. In other words, when the tzibur davens, you can always overturn. It says that you should look for Hashem, Hashem when he's available. And in other words, he's not always available, but when he's available, like Kasha, or the Yachir and he's a Yachid, you have to find the right times. No matter when they daven, they the trillers reach the Kisei HaKavit. So you know the Yachid, Amos, if you daven on your own, when is it, you said, when Nebuchadnezzar, Behemotzer, when he's available. When is that, when he's available? These are the 10 days between Hashanah and Kippur, and it explains to you what Chassidus explains. What do you mean 10 days between Hashanah and Kippur? There are only eight days, there's seven days between Hashanah and Kippur. So um, that means that Hashanah and Kippur on one, on one level is included in the 10 days. There's an angle of, of Hashanah and Kippur, which is just a seismic trivial, so that 10 days. And then you have an Indian in Hashanah and Kippur, which is a, much greater than the ten, uh, rest of the seismic trivial, which makes such, such it apart. So Hashanah and Kippur have both. They continue sending a letter to Shmuel. We already had two letters that were sent to Shmuel. That if she spit, she still has to continue with the That even if she spat blood, she also has to continue with the chalitza. She also has to continue with the chalitza. Every blood definitely has some saliva in it, and therefore it's very start of the process, and she must continue the, continue the chalitza. Makes us a question. It says, I'm going to ask you a question. We seeing that when there's spits blood, only blood comes out. We see that by the laws of Tumma. What's the story there? We know that by Azov and Azov, their saliva is, is an Abha Tumma as well. Uh, what about their blood? So we learn, let's say blood comes out of the mouth of, let's say, uh, of, of Azov. Or um, let's say from his male member is tame. How do you know that it's tame? Just like any other thing, it fluid flowing. <clears throat> it's, um, we would have thought that it's tame because it's a liquid that flows from the, the emanates from the zov. So there's obviously therefore there should be tame. Only zoivoi, but you know it's fluid. Ain't tame is a tame, but they're not considered tame. <clears throat> Uh, they're they're not part of the normal zov, the saliva, and all that. So we see clearly from here that blood does not have any saliva mixed into it. Like kasha, can be mitzetzes, can be If um, if you're spitting out with force, definitely the saliva is mixed in there as well. And therefore, that's the case we just said before that if she spits out. That's what she's doing. She's spitting out, and her spittle, even though it's driving the blood, there's some saliva as well. Here we're talking about this oozing out on its own, oozing out on its own. Blood can ooze out on its own without any saliva mixed in. Okay, it says, in, generally throughout Shas, as I was trying to point out, it says that the male is the chaylitz. I know, um, you know, the, the male is one of the chaylitz, even though he does nothing, but because he's the one who releases her, it's called, um, he, he's called the chaylitz. Over here, but the truth of the matter is, she's doing the whole chaylitz. She's doing the spinning. You saw yesterday, she's doing the spinning, she's doing the untying, she's doing everything. But nevertheless, in this case here, it says, here it says that the male actually received the chalitza, which is correct. 
And it's the only place they say that it mentions that uh, the correct way. And with now in the mission, there's, a, there's three levels. One is that it's a valid chalitza. The other extreme is that ain't can base makers, nothing happened. And then in between, you have puzzle. Puzzle like a get puzzle. That a get puzzle, something happened that she no longer can marry a coin, even though she cannot marry anybody else yet. So when we say chalitza is puzzle, it means she can no longer marry any of her brother in law, but she's still not set free yet to be able to marry a, um, a stranger. Who says that that um, oh, we're talking about here also by a cotton? Uh, who says here also that a, a cotton that received chalitza? It says here um, if somebody gives it to a, a, chotza, a cotton, that was the, the your brother-in-law was a, was a minor. There is a it's it's a it's a chalitza, but the chalitza is a puzzle. Disqualifies um, her from marrying any of the brother-in-law. That says, we learned it before, that he treats the chalitza of a nine-year-old boy like a divorce of a godl. What do we learn before about if, a, if a, one of the other brothers will come and gives a divorce? Now, Taylor, she's not free or anything else, but she can no longer marry any of the brothers-in-law. Same thing with a kid under 13 years old. Receive the chalitza, this woman can no longer marry the brothers-in-law. This is the view of Rameh. But the chachamim, I mean, any chalitza's cotton kum. They argue and they say that, um, that uh, what do you call it? That chalitza is nothing. They say the bee of a nine-year-old, we, we concede that the bee of a nine-year-old is something, and that's like a, like a chalitza of a godl, and therefore she can no longer marry any of the brothers. But the uh, chalitza of a nine-year-old is meaningless. Then the next case was Ketana Shecholza, that she, the girl, was a Ketana. So the Mishnah says that if the girl herself was a Ketana, she has to repeat it again once she grows older. And, and if she doesn't, then the chalitza is possible. In other words, that what? That she cannot marry any of the brothers-in-law. Again, so we're saying here that a 10-year-old girl, her chalitza is effective to that degree. Again, this is the word that Amar says that it's not a valid, if she was under bas mitzvah, it's not a valid chalitza. It's only in that she's possible. Who says that? That's a mayor. So that mayor holds when the different yeah, the Amar, he says, Ish Parsham, it says in the Parsham regarding um, um to take the event, right? Ish Kosa Parsham, Makshino, we could equate Ish equate a woman to a man. says, Parsham, this this rule that you have to be adult, it says Ish, but not a woman. The Chamhol, when it comes to a woman, even if she's a Tana, it's a full. Full chalitza. So Chacham argue both. With a cotton, with a male cotton, they say nothing happened. That's one extreme. When it comes to a woman, they say Mahatoida is considered a valid chalitza. That's the Chachamim. Rab Meir holds that the, a cotton and a tan, they both have the same thing. Mahatoida is not valid, it's only with Rabbanon. And if a what, it passes her and the rest of the brothers. Okay. <clears throat> so why doesn't the Mishnah then just Put, put them together, a cotton and a ketana, since they have the same din. Because the Mishnah wants to tell you, but um, that the chacham, of course, by ketana, there's an argument. And Rabbi Yisim was the chacham, and therefore we mention that. Think more further. Man chacham, who these chacham who argue? And hold that a woman, a woman even under bas mitzvahs of valid chalitza. Abiyasi is Abiyasi Rabbi Shimon, but Rabbi Shimon Barak once Rabbi who's a student of Rabbi and Rabbi Shimon Barabi, Rabbi Shimon the son of Rabbi, Abiyasi was sitting 
sitting together. It's a very sad story. Pasach Habanai, one of them started, somebody davened, somebody davened, sorry, Sheyitem, Einav Lamata. When he davens, he should focus, Lamata mean on earth, he should focus to Eretz Yisrael, as Rashi says, because uh, that's where the Shekhinah is, even though there's no base in Midrash, the Shekhinah is still in Eretz Yisrael, in Shalayim, and that's where we should focus. So it says, my eyes, my heart will always be there, because even after the base of Midrash, that's where, that's where I will be. Uh, and the other one says, and the other one says, uh, I'm just quoting from the Bachet. You have to face upwards to Shechina. You should be facing, not, not literally facing, but you should be focused on the on, on the because that's what the Abishnah says. We should lift our hearts and our hands to Shemaim. In the meantime, also, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yisrael, Shmuel, if he came, remember we mentioned before, his father, Rabbi Yisrael, if he would have been alive, he would have been learning by Rabbi. We learned that Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yisrael, was a much older person. And in fact, he saw, remember he said, he saw Elisha ben Avu, who passed away the, before Rabbi Kiva. And Rabbi was only born when Rabbi Kiva was killed. And Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yisrael saw him. So obviously, he was, he was a number of years older than Rabbi. And um, nevertheless, he would sit by Rabbi and listen to what he had to say. So some days he came to Gabayu to them to join the shir. He saw them having this discussion. He asked them what they're discussing. They told him it's and they told him what they're arguing about. He said to them, and he constantly told them things that they didn't know. should do both. His eyes should be focused at his role, but his heart should be in both places. This is how you reconcile these two psukim. Yeah. In the meantime, also the Rebbe came. They were having this discussion, gross discussion. So the Rebbe came to give a share. Inu So Rebbe Bchia and Rabbi Shimon, who were light and they were, you know, agile. You see, with the time, so they were able to sit exactly where they were. They didn't take up much room. Somebody who's a very heavy person. We're going to learn in the seventh Pedic in, in Bobbetzia that he was a very heavy person, and uh, and the cows were able to go between him. And, and other ones, uh, other alternatives. So having Mafseva so he walked to an area which was more spacious, and some medium was sitting and looked like he was walking above the heads. And we also learned that you know you shouldn't really, that's why they didn't go to the bathroom, they didn't want to walk up people's heads. It's not respectful. Amale Avdan, Avdan Setin. Now Avdan is actually mentioned a number of times in the Mishnah we're gonna have in the end of Subas, his name a number of times. We had it before as well, where he argues with the Chachamim. So he was a, a very um, learned Talmud of Rebbe. And he was a Tanner. He said, who is that person that thinks he's worthy of walking while everybody's sitting on the ground? No, walking, as if he's walking above the heads. So the Gemara, Tesh is actually being done that Abdul's real name was Abbe Yudun, and Abdul was more like a nickname. Because Abdul also can mean lost, you know. But his real name was Abba Yudun. That's how he's quoted off in the Shami. So he said, who is that person who's walking above everybody, everybody's heads? Um, and in other words, you're not allowed to do that unless you really have to. And so, what do you have? Why do you have to go walk above everybody's heads? Who do you think you are? Amalei said, "Anishma Rabbi He was very humble. He said, Rabbi. I came to learn Torah for Rabbi. You think you're worthy of learning Torah for Rabbi? 
You start trapping him. You know? In other words, the fact that you're walking while everybody's sitting is like you're, you're showing a sign of arrogance. You're telling me you're Tom Rebbe Rebbe. So you think you deserve learning from Rebbe? Amalei, so he answered back. He got a little bit, you know, taken by this. He said, You think he was worthy of learning from the Abishta? Anybody can learn. So I just want to learn. So he said to him back, What, you can bring something to Moshe? He answered him back. Moshe went to learn from the Abishta. Are you comparing your Rebbe to the Abishta? That I have to, you know, be worthy of something? Now he used the word Rabbach, your Rebbe. Even though Rabbi Shmuel Yesi was actually going to learn for Rebbe, so it was his Rebbe. We could have said our Rebbe. And yet he said your Rebbe. This was a slight to Rebbe. And Rabbi Yesi said, Omri Yesi, you know why the you know Rebbe deserved this? Shakle Rebbe Lemitzvah. Rebbe got his, his due dessert. Why? Because he saw this entire this, this discussion. He never told Avon, Avon, stop. Leave him alone. He's a chashavi. Didn't say anything. Didn't make sense. So therefore, publicly, Rabbi Shmuel did not acknowledge Rebbe as his Rebbe. He said, "You're Rebbe," as if he's not mine. Ad hoch. In the meantime, now Rabbi Shmuel Yehesi, you're allowed to walk over the head only if you need it. And Rabbi Shmuel Yehesi was needed because, for example, right now we just had a discussion, and and his input was was very important. And we'll see that Rebbe also accepted his input all the time. So he was l'tzaydich, but um, he didn't say, "I'm needed." He didn't say, I'm the, he just said, you know, I'm a talent, I want to learn. Because he's a humble person. In the meantime, I see Yvama came to Rebbe, Yvama came to Rebbe, go out and check it out, because I made hold that you have to be bas mitzvah, a girl has to be bas mitzvah to be considered otherwise it'll be chalitza only to ruin her life, but she cannot be set free. So he said, go check her out, or go organize somebody to check her out, see whether she, she reaches bas mitzvah, she reached puberty. The boss of the Nafik, after he walked out, Omer Bishmol. And I'm not sure why the Bishmol waited after Avdu walked out. Um, obviously, there's something going on between Bishmol and Avdu that didn't get on. So he waited till he went out. And then he said, My father said, Ish It says in the Pasha, a man, only a man has to be bar mitzvah, an adult. When it comes to a woman, she could be a minor. What if you check her out for? Who cares? Uh, by her, Chalitza is always affected. Um, so the Rebbe sent out a message to Avdon, talk, come back, you don't have to go and check her out. So clearly from here, Rabbi Shabbat was older, um, or he was talking about Rabbi Shabbat father. Rabbi Yesi already passed in, Rabbi Yesi already passed in, Rabbi Yesi passed away already because it says Rabbi Yesi would have come, Rabbi Shabbat once said, my father would have come to study here if he was alive, unless this happened, Rabbi Yesi was alive in the early years. Anyway, but now in return, Kamivsa Avdan. Avdan now went back to his seat. So he walked now above everybody's heads. Who has the right to walk over only somebody who's needed? He didn't want to say that I'm needed. He never said that I'm needed. He just gave a tennis and I'm a student. And why am I worse than Moshe Rabbeinu from the Abish to me, to Rebbe? But to, back to Avdan, who, who, uh, who gave him a hard time, a piece of his mind. He says, who can walk over by people only somebody who's needed? Somebody's not needed for the people. How can you walk there? Stand where you are. He's right. Stop walking. Tony, we learned this. Look, this is the sad ending. But in that moment, Nitzarei Avdan Avdan got punished because he said he basically antagonized the Tamil Chacham So suddenly he received leprosy, which comes from Lashon Hara. This was Rashi says Lashon Hara, but this wasn't really Lashon Hara. I mean, he, he he said it to his face. There's no lashon hara here. He said it to his face, but he was he shamed him in a way. So I'm not sure why that she uses here uh, lashon hara. I'm not sure.
But this doesn't really come under Lashon This comes more under Mavayish. You're embarrassing someone in public because he did. And uh, and and, start, and the worst thing is the Tavushne Bonov, two of his sons drowned. This is what it says there. You know, he's, he should be careful with the bite of Tamil Rachamim because when they get angry, who knows what the consequences will be? Even though Chas was shown that anybody cursed at his family, but this is what happened because he insulted Rishmob Rishmobayesi. You can see Rishmobayesi by the shtech that Rishmobayesi gave him back. He basically um, was upset. And therefore, the, the consequence was that Avdan was a big talent in his own right, lost two of his children, and Umi and Ishtay bin Akkalosa, we're going to learn later in a few plots now, that his two other sons married young girls, and both young girls walked out on their marriage. Sad ending. Another hand that shows you have to, you have to respect Tamil Rahman. This is interesting, Rahman says it, and this is maybe a lesson in life. We should thank the Abishtah. The Avdan received his due dessert. He was embarrassed, shamed in this world because now he goes straight to Ganeidim. Because this was an Avera, blighted him. And if he wouldn't have been punished in this world, he would have had to be punished somewhere else. But now that he had this punishment, he went Ganeidim. Now the question is he, he, his children are the ones who died, and the children are the ones who suffered. We had the Moshe Shabbos say that children suffer on the Avedas of their father. And that's what happened here. From the words of this great man, of Rabbi Shmuel, who said that by when it comes to a girl, it makes no difference. Her age, how old, how young, all the way down to six, seven years old. We can learn about Matziah that, that, that as long as you, you, know, you know the difference in a rock and, and, and the rock that you throw away and money you keep, you're ready to start doing some kind of transactions. <clears throat> Says the Gemara, Rav Amar Rav says no. You have to be a bit older than that. You have to be till you reach the age of making the dorm. We know that one year prior to thirteen for a boy, and one year from eleven by a girl, twelve by a boy. If they make the dorm and these kind of things, they have validity. Um, and, and the dorm and everything else is mekuyim. So that's the age that is considered already an age for chalitza as well. The hilchas and halachas, however, atutovish decides. Halachas like Rameir. That we have to wait till bas mitzvah. Okay, something about it further. Interesting why the halacha of May when you see a maisa here. Usually we have a, a, a room when there's a maisa, we follow the maisa here. Rebbe clearly followed the advice of Rabbi Yaisi and he allowed this girl to have a chalitza under bas mitzvah and be set free. And yet the halacha like Rabbi because why? Because we have a stam mission by us, seems to learn like Rabbi The stam mission is Rebbe as well. So it's clear, like the opinion of many of, of many people, that Rebbe collected everybody together, but he wasn't the only one in that room. There were many others, and therefore the halachas many times it's not like Rebbe, as we see. Even though Rebbe is the one who compiled the mishnas, here we have a stam mishnah that ever compiled, and uh, and he himself paskins that you don't have to be bas mitzvah, you can be under bas mitzvah mahatayra, and the halacha is not like Rebbe. The halacha is like a stam mishnah which Rebbe authored. So in other words, when all these stam mishnas that Rebbe authored. It, we don't say the Stam Mishnah is Rebbe. Stam Mishnah is Rameir, and we had in the beginning of Megillah, and everything goes according to Rabbi Akiva. We had an argument whether you need three people or five people, or if, whether two people is enough. We had that peer. And they said that two people is enough, and they said either two people or three people, one of them was disqualified because a relative is enough. And said that, and uh, we don't agree with that. If Hamad Abnachman, Khadazim Abnachman, he said, I want to be three people. 
So why do you have to tell us the halach is not like the peer that says two is enough? You already told us clearly that you need three people. I only told you the halach is not like that peer. I mean, I mean, Hanimila. לכתחילה, <laughs> That maybe by the event, we, two is not good enough, you need three. Aval chatchila, maybe we should follow Rabbi Yehuda, who says, Leboy Chamisha. Therefore, Tzrich have to spell out clearly, no, Lechatchila, all you need is three, because remember, we have an opinion of Yehuda, who says, because says Zikne, as well, so you need five. We don't follow that opinion that says five. Says in what, and there's an argument when this pair who says two, the tackle, you need a minimum of two, or they hold even one is good enough. There's a story of Akiva that they gave Chalitza in prison, they were on their own, and uh, and he said it was all right. I remember we had a Das Yochim who says one is good enough, it's Rabbi Akiva. So how do we know? Just because they come and tell us, how do we know that's true, correct? This is the proof, by the way, why today we have witnesses, because you think, one of your witnesses for? You have three judges, and we learned before, you even have five judges, the extra two, just to make a lot, and make it to publicize, and we want it to be publicized, so everyone should know that this woman is, first of all, also to coin, and second of all, that she's permitted to the whole world, so, but yet, we still, it says here, because this Gemara here says that there were witnesses there, that's how the minig became, it's only a minig, that we have witnesses standing, and you would have seen yesterday in the video, the first video, that you had hundreds of people coming to watch. And um, I wonder whether the woman, the woman herself in that is embarrassed by all that or not. And the second one was much more private. So um, there were witnesses there. Now, why do you need witnesses? What about they both come forward and say, this is what happened? So some of the Rishonim did it, but another Rishonim say, because we have a rule, you need two people. Now, by Kedushin, the two, the two Adim are not there just to testify that it happened. They actually make it happen. They're part of the process, which would seem according to the Adim here are actually part of the process. So it's not just a minute to have Adim. You actually need to have Adim. And that's why and that's one of the reasons for the basis of the minute. But uh, others will say, how do we know that it happened? I don't know what happened. Uh, we ask a question, interesting question. So what happened here? Did the story itself happen out of prison? Remember that he was in jail for a while. They were asking him questions. He was in jail for spreading Torah. The story happened in Surah. And Rabbi Kiva also was in jail. What happened? No, they both were in prison. This this brother-in-law and woman were in prison, and Abakiva was in prison, and uh, and and therefore they asked Abakiva. Now Tesha brings here a very interesting Yishami. How did they ask him? Now we're going to tell you then. So um, he came by here. Abiyach Nasan came by, and he started making believe he was selling there, uh, okay, like a peddler selling needles and pins. And he asked over here, who wants needles? Who wants pins? And who wants Yevama uh, Bechalitza? Uh, a single, a single, uh, and no witnesses. And 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 then answered back. Uh, I, you know, you have pins, you have needles, you have kosher. That's how they knew that it was 